Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper Channel. Coming to you with another edition. Oh, ladies, links, like, locks, hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Goes a long way for me on this video. It goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little net of the YouTube woods. My friends, it's good to be back in the NBA streets. Took Saturday, took Sunday off, too. Uh, again, premium Discord. I love you guys. Sometimes you got to hit the reset button. Sometimes you got to be able to chill out a little bit. And obviously, my Saturday NFL picks sucked. Pretty much everything that happened there on Saturday sucked. So I'm ready to hit the reset button. Uh, reset button? That's not a thing. The reset button here on everything that we have to do in the NFL streets and then in the NBA streets. That's what really matters because it's been an amazing, profitable month. I want to keep that going here. And sometimes, again, you got to take a day or two off, even though I feel like I haven't in months and months and months. But yeah, Sunday was pretty late. Got everything wrong with that, too. Anywho, let's get ourselves to the NBA streets. That's for sure. We'll talk about Bet MGM and Odd Chopper a little bit later. But eight games, pretty clean, pretty easy to talk about. Got one lock on the card for you. Producer Jacob, hi. Missed you, my friend. Let's get to the picks. It's game number one as we talk about Milwaukee and Detroit. And Cade Cunningham is doubtful. And you got everybody in for Milwaukee. So 12. Seems like a pretty narrow spread, if you ask me. But yet... I didn't end up firing that up, mainly because of one thing and one thing only. How do you trust Milwaukee's defense to do anything, even against the like, most pungent, disgusting, terrible-smelling teams, such as the Detroit Pistons without a Cade Cunningham out there? As you break down everything that they have going for them, well, there's nothing going for them, other than Lord Bojan. Lord Bojan, forever may he reign. But Milwaukee, minus 12 in this spot, that should just tell you. Been pretty brutal here, even with Killian Hayes, Jaden Ivey, crazy usage. Thought his points prop might be advantageous. It did not open up as advantageous. Isaiah Stewart questionable. That's the only piece of news we're waiting on from the entire game. Because again, Monty Morris didn't even know he was with Detroit. And Kate Cunningham, doubtful. Wild stuff to see here in the runout. But as I was breaking down numbers, one thing did stand out to me a little bit. You have Malik Beasley, three and a half rebounds. He is plus 105 at a lot of the major books here as we look at it. He's actually averaging north of four. And he's at three and a half. But he's plus 125 at Bet365. So if you're in one of those states that has Bet365, this is a good prop to get your money down on. Over three and a half rebounds for Malik Beasley. I don't have Bet365. So unfortunately, it's going to be a lean for me. And I'm going to sit around, wait, wish, hope. It can move north of plus 110, where it needs to be in the plus 115 range to become a play for me. Again, bet 365, that would be nice to have that. It'd be nice to have that. Bet MGM, it'd be nice to have that too. You, you should have that. But anyway, Malik Beasley, over three and a half rebounds, not going to be betting it, but nothing really bettable here in this game as it stands. Next up, we got the Victor Wembanyama-led San Antonio Spurs going to Philadelphia. Yeah, he takes back-to-backs off. You see that from time to time. He will be active here. He played Saturday, will play here as well. Gotta say, the main thing to point out with him is the minutes are coming up, but we'll get to that here as we continue on our merry way. Gotta say, the 
Major thing is that, like, Joel Embiid, pretty good. He's pretty good at basketball. And Zach Collins, questionable. That is something that matters here because there are a couple of times where we've seen San Antonio ramp up the minutes of Wembenyama. And it's not ramped up the way a normal player is because normally he'd go, like, 32 to 38 minutes. Wembenyama went from, like, 24 to 27, 27 and 28 minutes his last three games. That's a huge deal, though. Because his rates, as you break him down as an individual player, are absolutely batshit insane. I'm, I apologize to the person who doesn't like me swearing. I, I do feel bad about that, but sometimes it just it comes out and it is what it is. But 30.7% usage, friends. 17% assist percentage. That doesn't matter to this. But a 29.9% defensive rebound rate going up against Joel Embiid. And he won't be able to guard Embiid. They need a Zach Collins. They need a bigger frame out there because... Joel Embiid's going to be able to score against anybody. It's like putting Mike Muscala out there from Washington to try to guard Embiid. Good luck with that. But yet I am kind of staring over at Wembenyama here. 20 plus points, 10 plus rebounds. Think you can get close to some plus money type when you parlay the two together. Now, I don't want to bet his double-double because those numbers have been ridiculous. But if this number drops earlier in the day, I think we have an opportunity to fire it up here before Zach Collins' news drops. We would obviously want Zach Collins to be out because that gives you more minutes at the five. And that's all you want when Benyama playing here when you're talking about his rebound rate. So plus 13 and a half, we're going to stay away. This is obviously massive play out, uh, blow up. Blowout. Blowout potential. There we go. But looking at Wembenyama, 20 plus points, 10 plus rebounds. going to call it a lean here. And we're going to move along our merry way. But you want to be getting something close to plus money for your money. We're talking about something like this. 25 plus, I understand that he's been in that range here repeatedly, but I'm going to be trying to find something of value there. You can hit me up on X at Eric Lindquist. Let me know if this is something you're looking at betting. Because again, Joel Embiid's probably going to go nuts against him too. So we should look at that too. Memphis and Toronto is up next here. Uh, What? Plus seven, Memphis? Toronto? 226 and a half. They just got their butts drummed there in the garden. Emmanuel quickly. I bet him. I tried to hope good things would happen in the garden. Wasn't even a bet. It was mainly DFS. But anyway, we are looking here at Xavier Tillman being questionable. And that's the only piece of news left to drop. Generally speaking, you wouldn't find me that interested in trying to take an under, try to figure out anything to do with anything here. But Xavier Tillman questionable is not going to affect the usage of pretty much anybody in this starting lineup. And these starting lineups have been rotating frequently for Memphis. You have to be, like, refreshing constantly here. Kennard, Conchar, uh, Vince Williams, Jaron Jackson Jr., Tillman. That is, like, their main five. But there are iterations where Santi Aldama starts for Tillman. That's what happened last time out. And then, you know, you're playing interesting teams on the other side. Toronto, now that they're starting Jonte Porter and then going to Thad Young as backup five, now they have Bruce Brown, who's actually playing minutes for this team. Really weird stuff going on with Toronto. I know they are talking about making another trade. That is not surprising to me. But what is surprising to me is this number on Jaron Jackson Jr. on Memphis. 26 and a half. That's a pretty large number for a guy who, yeah, I know that you don't have any Desmond Bay, no Derek Rose, and obviously the big one, no John Moran for the season. Pretty wild to see here, friends. It is going to be very, very difficult as a Memphis fan to, like, stomach anything that you're watching. But we might as well make some money in the process against a slow-paced Toronto team that, again, I'm a little bit surprised to see this type of a number here. You get rid 
of a guy in Pascal Siakam who increased your offensive efficiency. Toronto, they are middle of the road there, 98.8 possessions per 48 minutes. They're trying to play quicker with Schroeder and, and quickly here, RJ Barrett as well. But yeah, I'm not really seeing 26 and a half here for Jaron Jackson Jr. Got him closer to 24 and a half. That puts it in the light category. Half a unit, easy game, friends. Let's talk about Odd Chopper, shall we? $14.95 weekly, $49.95 monthly. What do you get with that, though, over at Odd Chopper, my friends? Well, pretty amazing. The positive EV tool, the parlay tool. And if you are in a non-legal state, you have the opportunity to sign up for the Fantasy Optimizer. That comes all together with the OS Premium Tools. But that isn't it either. It used to be $20 just to join our Discord. It is now $14.95 for the Discord, plus all those tools I just described. And when you use promo code LINDY, L-I-N-D-Y, 20% off expert ticks, uh, expert ticks, that's not a thing, expert picks, Discord, premium tools, friends, phenomenal stuff all in one package, 20% off promo code LINDY, fire it up down below, that's $12 for your first week, $42 for your first month, look at that, I can do math, it'll be awesome for you though, friends, check out Odd Shopper down below, back to the picks we go. Cleveland, this one's for you, Cleveland taking on Orlando here in this spot, Franz Wagner joined the fray. Not the band. He just came back. But does he play on a back-to-back -back right from the get-go? That is the major question here. Does Wendell Carter play on the back-to-back -back considering his injury status? And then what do we do here with some of these other pieces? We have a doubtful Mar Markel Fultz. We have a doubtful Jonathan Isaac considering their injury histories. It could be a very short-handed Orlando team out of the middle of nowhere. And obviously, they still get Boncaro. That's the main guy. Jalen Suggs, baby, I'm Jalen Suggs. I don't know what this world's gonna bring. Pretty good stuff, baby, I'm Jalen Suggs. Just saying, it's a little trick daddy for my people. But gotta say, Cole Anthony, probable, probably gonna be playing more minutes, can be inserted into extra usage if need be. And then Gary Harris didn't play, and now he is questionable. Lots of injury news on the Orlando side. Lots of rest candidates. Gotta pay attention to that. But Karis LeVert's the only piece questionable on the Cleveland side. As you start working through the adjusted net rating of these specific players, these specific EPMs, you just kind of blindly bet Cleveland here. This is kind of silly to me. Obviously, we still have no Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, Ty Jerome. They haven't been around forever. But Karis LeVert being the only known entity questionable and a lot of known entities on the Orlando side questionable and Franz Wagner, one of the most important pieces of this team questionable. And yet they drop a line here. Caught a line. Baby, are you coming for the ride? Cleveland money line minus 108. They're plus one here. I don't understand this. I bet you by the time we get to lock tomorrow. Again, I can't guarantee you it's a win, but I bet you that Cleveland is the favorite. Come first tip or the only tip. Come tip off. Yeah, we found it there. Friends, my Minnesota Timberwolves are 15 point favorites at home. I don't know how to handle this news. My Minnesota Timberwolves are 15-point favorites against any team in the NBA at home. Now, I'm sure this line would look similar against a Portland or against, well, pretty much just like Charlotte and Washington. That's about it. But just saying, 15 points is a frick ton. There we go. I, I restrained. Look at that. I'm growing. We have Charlotte plus 15 here taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. The big thing for me on why it is that I haven't pulled the trigger is LaMelo Ball, Nick Richards. Do they play? They are questionable. Everything else is known on the Minnesota side. If they end up out, obviously this line moves away from it, but I have no pull whatsoever. No idea what happens here in this spot. And that makes it tough to kind of fire up anything. 
I don't know why I was about to cry there. I'm just so happy that the Minnesota Timberwolves are 15-point favorites at home, and I can't tell you enough how great it is to have a Minnesota team that is number one in adjusted defensive rating in the entire NBA, that is 30-12 and 12 first in the West. And I'm just saying, I'm so proud of Anthony Edwards, even though he can't shoot fucking free. Sorry, there it was. I knew that bomb was going to come out eventually, but can't shoot free throws at the end of basketball games, and we would like that. And then he can't hit the rim on his third free throw. Yeah, I don't want to bet this, but I probably would. Minnesota minus 15. We'll see. We'll see. If I can read the tea leaves here with LaMelo Ball, that's kind of the main thing that matters. Let's read the tea leaves with producer Jacob's team, the Boston Celtics, taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, my dear sweet Lord. Boston playing Houston back-to-back -back here in this spot, and that is kind of where I got to think that this line is coming from because everything else about it makes zero sense to me. And I know producer Jacob called from the ether. Denver plus seven and a half. Actually, he said Denver plus five and a half. It moved to six, to six and a half, to seven, to seven and a half. And you know what? It cashed for all of the people in the premium discord. That made me happy. Had another near sweep on Friday after a sweep on Wednesday. We've been smashing in the NBA streets. And again, it was good to hit the reset bet. But why do I keep saying betting? Because it's talking about betting. That's what it is. Reset button is what we want to be talking about here. But Boston is minus two in Dallas. They're going from Houston to Dallas. That is not that far of a flight. I bet everybody in Texas might disagree because Texas is a big-ass state, but just saying, is what it is. Boston, Al Horford, Drew Holiday, those are the guys talking about the fact that they are not playing. They did not touch the floor. Al Horford didn't touch the floor against Houston. Drew Holiday didn't touch the floor against Houston. And the whole thing that makes sense to me is that they think somebody else may be a Derek White or a Jalen Brown or a Jason Tatum or Christoph Porzingis. Somebody is going to be sitting here because otherwise this line makes no sense to me whatsoever. And I do think that because of that game script, they kind of had kind of a coasted W, if you ask me. That's that's the way that I would call it. I know Houston's been a pretty good basketball team of late. We don't want to go out of our way to go pick on them by any means, but it was 116-107. And it still didn't feel that close throughout the entire duration of the game. I was watching, obviously, the Kansas City-Buffalo game like everybody else, but was also watching Houston and Boston because, again, my job is to cover the NBA and the NFL, but, like, I can watch the NFL for the next five days. The NBA, it's hard if you have, like, a team playing the next day and you don't understand the rotations. We'll say O'Shea Brissett got a little bit of work in there. They were able to limit some of the minutes, and I do think everybody is capable of playing on this back-to-back. -back, and that is a huge key because when you break down the individual players, I understand how good Luka Doncic has been. I understand how good Kyrie Irving has been. I understand that Dante Exum is somebody who is doubtful here, probably not going to be playing, but they've been getting good minutes out of Tim Hardaway Jr. in the starting rotation. And Derek Lively, nice to see him at the center position. Somebody that offensively Probably has a leg up over anything, whether it's Kristaps Porzingis or whether it is Al Horford down there. I think he's a pretty functional offensive player in the pick and roll with one, Luka Doncic. But that kind of neutralizes what they are capable of doing, which is spacing the floor. Tim Hardaway Jr. in one corner, Kyrie in the other, and trying to create offense off of that. If I get this entire Boston team together, I'm telling you, this is going to be minus five and a half, which is where I have this line at, which is a massive difference. Again, adjusted net rating for Boston plus nine and a half adjusted net rating for Dallas plus 0 0.5. That is a nine point difference on a neutral floor. And then you adjust it three and a half here. 
We're talking almost six points. This could be nearly minus eight. But again, I'm being the conservative here. I'm being, again, not political. But I'm being conservative here, my friends. Telling you, minus two. This is a ridiculous opening number. You want to bet it now and hope everybody from Boston plays. Because even if you get one of Tatum or Brown sitting, this number is still inaccurate. Even if you get Kristaps Porzingis sitting, this is inaccurate. Boston minus two is the best bet of the day. It is not remotely close. Lock it in. Producer Jacob, I know your team's 21-19-2 against the spread. You talked me into Denver the other day. I appreciate you. It's really it. That Boston minus two. Just bet it. Bet MGM. Let's stop them. Friends, three bonus bets that you get when you bet $5. Deposit 10 at BetMGM down at the link below or with the QR code in front of your face. You're going to get a $50 bonus bet, a $50 bonus bet, and a $58 bonus bet to celebrate, of course, Super Bowl 58, which is coming down the pipeline here in three short weeks. Sign up now. Get another sports book in the repertoire. And why do I want another sports book, Eric? Well, let me tell you. If something is minus 110, and then another book has it at minus 125, and that book just happens to be BetMGM. You're saving 15 cents every time you're betting a $100 bet. If that is your unit size, or if it's $10, well, shit, you're still saving yourself quite a bit of money going to the cheaper line. You always want to be betting at the best available line. I don't care what book it's at. I don't care if it is at DraftKings, FanDuel, Bet365, if you have that in your state, Wherever it may be, friends, get yourself exposure to the best line. Bet it there. Bet $5 at BetMGM at the link below. Get those three bonus bets for your hassle. It's great stuff, friends. Only for 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back to the picks we go. Two games to go. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. I'm going to try to make this under 22 minutes. Yeah, we can do that. Chicago plus six taking on Phoenix. 229 total and obviously Phoenix at home. I got to see some historic stuff there the other day. It made me very, very happy last Tuesday, watching them come from behind. Ridiculous run out here of, the, of that game against Sacramento. Sacramento, a team we bet against at the opportune times. But do I want to do anything here? I'm having a really tough time considering plus 200. I'm getting two to one on Chicago. A team that even without Zach Levine, let me just say, Zach Levine has not impressed me this season. I don't think he's impressed you or anybody or executives. That's who matters the most because Chicago is trying to move them or Caruso, or DeRozan, or Vooch, or anybody that anybody will take, even though Vooch's contract might be one of the worst in the NBA. Kobe White has played himself into an asset. Maybe some people want to take that along for the ride, but as it stands right now, you have both teams completely healthy for what we know them to be. Troy Craig out, Zach Levine out. That really, I mean, that's the end of it. There's no injury news to break. The projections, again, Books are not stupid. You have to be able to read the tea leaves and know, hey, I can like, I can see the news breaking my way this. There's nothing to do here. It is perfectly efficient, even though two to one Chicago money is where I would want to lay it here. Chicago money line by far the best play on this one, but don't bet it. If you're going to the game, just go enjoy. Maybe Phoenix ends up down 22 and you watch them win in eight and a half minutes. That'd be the most fun result here that you could live bet it. I did not live bet it. That would have been fun. Last game of the night. Let's get there. I do have a play from it. The Atlanta Hawks, Sacramento Kings, the aforementioned Sacramento Kings. But no, we're not going to go out of our way to bet on them here. Trey Young broke it down the other day, talked about how much better he's been from an EPM standpoint, an estimated plus minus standpoint than what people think. And yeah, it's a lot because of how good he is offensively. But 
You're looking at an interesting lineup here from Atlanta. I obviously love Jalen Johnson. I obviously love DeJounte Murray. That's a guy that could have ended up in Minnesota. Kind of happy in hindsight that it didn't happen. That's an insane thing to say out loud. That's for sure. But you've seen Kevin Herter start here in this starting unit, playing tons more minutes here, right around 30 a night now. De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray playing tons of minutes. Kind of a nice piece there. Vazenkov, does he end up playing or not? He is the only piece that's questionable here. Looked at some props, but I think I'm going to be steering away here for the time being. Now, Atlanta, you look at a lot of their numbers without Trey Young on the floor. They are worse offensively, not about, no doubt about it. But DeJounte Murray, he has kind of been that dude, obviously, back-to-back -back game winners the other week. What are we even doing here, DeJounte? You're looking great. Trying to audition him off to potentially move him. Atlanta sounds like they're willing to move him at this point. Be a good thing for DeJounte. I would get out of Atlanta if I were you. Just saying. He'd look really good on Sacramento as a complimentary piece to Fox and Sabonis, if we're being honest. But they have no way of pulling that off because nobody is going to inherit Harrison Barnes at this point. It just is what it is. But I kind of like the over. 237 is not the kind of total that we're used to seeing here. Now, no Trey Young. So even though you have fifth in adjusted net, or sorry, fifth in adjusted pace at 101.8 possessions per 48 minutes there for Atlanta, you take Trey Young off the floor, they fall to 10th. And then when you look on the other side here for Sacramento, they're a team that we've seen play at breakneck speed in the past, but they're only at 11th. They're barely, barely short of 100 possessions per 48 minutes so it's not as good of a spot in terms of pace but it still gets the like number 241 is the projected number that i have on this again lots of ways of doing that mainly a market-based approach looking across the industry a lot of lines that are sitting in this 237 238 range i want more i want 237 i think offense is on the uh on the horizon here sacramento really short really short offensive length of possession there that is the main thing third 13.9 seconds in their shot clock. That is their offensive length possession. That for me, and Keegan Murray chucking up tons of threes, is the reason. 237. I like the over. Let's get out of here. Almost made it to 22 minutes. Anyway, producer Jacob, let's get out of here, my friend. Smash the like button as we head out. Check out BetMGM. You can sign up for them down at the link below. Hopefully you all enjoyed football over the weekend. I did not because I lost bets. But anyway, we're ready to rock here in the NBA streets. That is for sure. It has been very profitable, not just for the last month, it's been about the last month, month and a half or so. But the last week was an absolute smash. I'm looking to run it back with you. That is for sure. Thank you, Producer Jacob. Good stuff. Let's get ourselves out of here. Until next time, my friends, I'll see you this entire week. I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets on Monday.